Good morning and welcome to another episode of the Disruptive Voices of the Pacific. Last week we talked about how to tell if I'm in an abusive relationship. I went through some of the different signs of what is abuse, all the different types of abuse. Um, And today I want to talk about how can we tell if somebody is in an abusive relationship. In a nation where abuse is so prevalent, um, it's important that we look out for each other. It is our business of what is going on in our family, in our villages, in our community. Um, the, The days of just putting it aside not getting involved in other people's business is over because as we've we've all got to work together to see an end to abuse we've all got to be aware we've all got to speak up and we've all got to say enough is enough because just covering a blind eye sweeping it all under the mat allowing the culture of taboo to prevail actually helps abuse uh, flourish and so we all have got to be a part of seeing an end to it Uh, for the health of our own life and our family and the nation because at the moment abuse is destroying the Pacific Islands. It's destroying marriages and children and uh, we have got to stand up and say no. So thank you for tuning in. Thank you for being a part of listening to these episodes. I really appreciate everyone's feedback. Um, It's just really been helpful to me. It keeps me going. But let me run through some of the signs that somebody might be in an abusive relationship. Now, I always look for patterns. Um, You know, if I notice that somebody is acting in a different way just for a day or a few weeks, um, I don't get too concerned. But you look for patterns over a number of months. And so firstly, um, there's physical signs. It's easy to tell if a woman uh, or a man uh, turn up with a black eye. I remember speaking at a settlement near Suva last year where a woman had a broken arm. Her arm was in a cast and I foolishly asked her if she had fallen over and she said, no, my husband broke my arm Um, and I shouldn't ask those questions anymore. So that was a really obvious sign. Um, Or sometimes, I mean, good on her for being honest and open and upfront. Sometimes people, you might say, hey, what happened to your black eye? Or why are you wearing your sunglasses? And they just minimize it. They explain it away. They don't really stand up and look you in the eye and tell you what's really happened. Um, They all say it's nothing. Um, Or you might suddenly notice them wearing jumpers. Um, In Fiji, it's very hot because they're kind of trying to cover up Um, marks, uh, bruises, whatever. So um, I remember a woman saying in her workplace that suddenly another lady was turning up with her sunglasses and wearing her sunglasses inside at work. (laughs) And she took this as a bit of a sign of what's going on. And the lady tried to explain it away. And so this workmate actually turned up to her house Um, at another point and realized that there were a lot of things going on there and was able to get her help Um, and so we just need to be aware and how can we help each other and not be afraid to ask some questions or um, just probe a little bit there's times when it's okay to be nosy and when people's lives are in danger um, their well-being their children it's important that we get involved as we can so there's the physical signs they're easy the emotional signs um, 
these sometimes can be a little bit harder, but they're there. Um, you might see suddenly the victim is becoming very anxious, very anxious thing about things, worried about being late. Um, maybe f- f- might be a workmate is worried about being late in getting home, worried about getting the dinner on the table at the right time, worried because their life, um, they're living with someone who's very controlling, who could snap, um, and so they suddenly they become uh, very worried, walking on eggshells. Um, depression, there's huge mental health issues around abuse. You might notice that they've become very depressed. They've lost confidence. Um, or then they have unexplained reactions, just suddenly issues of fear or distress are really heightened. Um, and so, you know, you might have known this person for a while and then suddenly there's just a change in how they're responding, which is uncharacteristic of who they are. And again, it's just good to say, is everything going okay? Um, I can't help but notice that you're not doing too well or that you've really lost your confidence. Can I ask you, how's your marriage? How's your relationships? What's going on at home? So there's the physical signs, emotional signs, social signs. So suddenly they are late to appointments because they can't always leave the house on time. Um, They're regularly cancelling plans at the last minute, again, because of things that are going on at home. Uh, They can't make it. They need to stay at home with the children Um, or the the abuser they're living with doesn't want them to go. Um, Or they've stopped seeing friends and family. They begin to isolate themselves. They become withdrawn. They become quiet. Uh, Or they've got to ask for permission um, from their partner or whoever they're with, whether they can go out and be a part. I mean, there's a difference between asking or just saying, hey, I'm going out, but having to ask permission um, is not always a good thing. <laughs> um, so there's some of the social signs. Financial signs that someone is in a financially abusive relationship. Well, this person doesn't have access to any of their money, Uh, any of their credit cards, their partner controls what they spend. Uh, You'll find that they're declining to take part in some of the social activities because they just don't have have access to money. Uh, They might not have access to a car or independent transport again. So they're the financial signs. Then there's communication signs. They suddenly start to constantly check their phone or their messages maybe it might be because their children are needing to communicate with them or their partner is um, always connecting but you'll notice that they become a bit fidgety around the phone they're constantly checking uh, up on people while they're out Um, there's lots of phone calls emails messages um, which can cause distress quite often they might check a message and suddenly become really down or really distressed And these can be signs that just require, hey, is everything going okay? Um, Beginning to ask them uh, around that. Relational signs, um, they become worried about always pleasing their partner. There's hints about partner's temper or, or their partner's jealousy. Their partner often humiliates or harshly criticizes them, even in public. Uh, if, if they're humiliating them in public, uh, this is not a good sign. If they're willing to do it in public, I would hate to know what they're doing in private. 
Uh, there's partners has alcohol and drug abuse. Um, you might find that a former partner or family member shows up unexpectedly at work or church or, um, yeah, at your social outing. Um, and then you find that the ch they're reluctant to leave their children with the partner. Um, this is, again, a really important sign. Why? Why can't they just easily leave them with the partner? Well, because there's stuff going on. And this is a big reason why women don't always leave a relationship easily. Um, because if you do leave and the relationship breaks down and he gets half custody of the children, you're sending the children back into a, an environment that you know is toxic. And so quite often the woman would prefer to live in the abusive relationship, at least where she can see um, what is going on with the children and how he's acting. Uh, it's important, quite often you'll see a change in the children if they are um, a part of an abusive home. They become afraid, they become withdrawn, anxious, bedwetting, uh, nail-biting. Their behaviour becomes aggressive, their language, even cruelty towards animals. Um, they have a lot of difficulty in adjusting to change and so... Uh, it's always important to look out for these signs. So there's physical signs, which are easy to pick up, emotional, um, which includes anxiety, depression. The social, suddenly they're cancelling appointments. Financial, they don't always have access or they don't have access to money. Um, communication, they're constantly checking their phones. Uh, emails are coming in. Um, relational means that, yes, um, there's just issues where partners are turning up, they're not wanting to leave their children with a partner. And then we're watching the children because it affects them deeply. They become anxious um, and afraid and angry as well. So if you're aware um, and, and you can see that, signs in your family, again, we are not wanting to ignore these um, last week I talked about how abuse is like cancer and when we um, cover it up with silence or pretend it's not happening or we just prefer not to know, we're allowing that abuse, that cancer con to continue to spread and eventually it will erupt and unfortunately at times it can mean death. Um, people, what did I say, one woman a week dies here in Australia from abuse in Fiji, it's not quite as high, but they still do die. But not only physical death, but just death of the soul, of your spirit. You're alive physically, but inside you are emotionally dead and the impact it has on your family. Uh, and so it's time that we begin to start speaking up, get involved in each other's lives. Um, if we see some of these patterns that I've mentioned, begin to ask questions, begin to show up unexpectedly. Um, Maybe you need to, yeah, call the police. I don't know. Let's just not turn a blind eye. So if we do become aware that our somebody is being abused um, and we're, we're really aware, we know that it's something real, how do we help a victim? Um, because, again, we haven't done this well. And as Christians, quite often we engage in something what is termed as spiritual bypassing. So we might have a friend or a family member pour out their heart and tell us that they are in an abusive relationship and we will say a spiritual one-liner like just pray more or have more faith 
or maybe you need to submit more to them, or God will cause all things to work together for good. Uh, Firstly, this is religious answers that are just not helpful. In fact, they actually cause more damage um, to the person. Um, When people say things like that to me, I actually get really angry because it doesn't help. What a victim needs is someone who will just listen. Don't give advice unless they ask for it. Just listen. Weep with them. Uh, Express that you've heard them. Uh, Express your sorrow um, to them. And actually empathize with them rather than spiritualizing. But it's called spiritual bypassing because, well, it's easier to give a one-liner spiritual word than to actually um, deal with the issue. And quite often we don't know what to do and how do we respond and it feels awkward. And maybe it is triggering things in our own lives that we've suffered with. Um, And yes, but um, just sit with them. Um, It's really important that we listen. I always say that we talk a lot about being the hands and feet of Jesus, but we need to be the ears of Jesus. And Jesus sits with us in our pain. I love that the Psalms is, is full of complaints. David complaining, pouring out his heart and his spirit to God, telling him how it's not fair, asking God to deal with his enemies. And God doesn't tell him to be quiet or stop whinging or tell him that it's going to work out. God allows us to express our pain. In fact, it's so important that we have outlets in our life and people that we can speak to where we can just get things off our chest and almost lament and cry out and be heard. Um, And so it's important that we're heard and then we need to be believed. Um, And sometimes I have people that I've been working with for years and they have lied over the years and one part of me is like, oh, you're just making up this story. But that's not my job is not to determine whether they're telling me the truth or not. Uh, Generally, it comes out sooner or later. Um, But I just, again, I sit there, I listen and especially believing children. Children don't make up stories about abuse. They don't make up stories about Uncle Johnny and what he does and how he comes into my room at night. We must believe children. And as one Fijian pastor said, just don't go and talk to the parents about it, but call the police because in her case, this Fijian pastor, she was abused as a little girl. She went and told her church leader at the time who then asked Um, her family her family members if this was happening and they said no and so the pastor believed the adults and not the little girl and so that kept her in a very dangerous um, situation and so sometimes you've just got to pick up the phone and call the police and allow the police to investigate it so listen believe take it seriously um, and then do something Um, because sometimes these people are in, their lives are in danger. And so we must do something. Now, it's important with victims, especially adult victims, that we are led by them. Because a victim who's been in a relationship where she's been controlled for years, the last thing she wants is somebody else coming and controlling her and taking telling her what to do. And this is where it's been hard. I've found this really hard over the years because I just want to get her out and cut him off and deal with it. Um, but that doesn't always help. And so asking, well, what what are you wanting in this instance? If she's wanting to leave, yes, then I'll do all I possibly can. 
if she's not sure and she feels at the moment that she needs to stay in that relationship, um, that's really hard to watch, but um, that's what you have got to allow them to them do. You can offer your advice, but we can't control or make anything happen. In the case where it's children here in Australia, I have to, um, I'm under law where I have to report issues of abuse to child safety in Fiji, you can call the police. Um, but take, you know, safety first. And especially if you're a church leader listening to this, do not send her back into a relationship where she has been abused and tell her to forgive and submit more. Um, that is negligent. Um, we need to get these people to safety. Even if they're in a verbally abusive relationship, I was just so um, encouraged a few weeks back in Fiji where a woman in a church was in a verbally abusive relationship. She told the pastors and that church worked quickly to do all they could to get her out, to get her to safety and her kids. Um, because verbal abuse, it, it destroys you. There is power uh, there is life and death in the power of the tongue. And so it has just as much damage as physical abuse. Uh, it's important that we keep it confidential, that we don't go and uh, if someone shares with us, that we go and put it on the prayer chain or call a prayer meeting, unless the victim has given us permission. Quite often if I'm sharing victim stories, um, I will either ask for permission or I'll share in a way that's very general where no one can go, oh, that's my cousin, or I won't mention names or places, but um, just share very generally. But it's important that we keep these issues confidential, that we respect the need for confidentiality um, and that we do that. And then that we can offer the care. Um, quite often, victims of abuse, they will need professional help. And I think I mentioned in last week's episode that there is organisations such as the Fiji Women's Crisis Centre, there is House of Sarah, there is Caritas. All of these organisations, you can Google, you can get a number, you can contact an email or through Facebook. Um, but it's important that sometimes people really need professional help. They need good counselling. Uh, they need more than just a prayer, but they really need help. And so I hope that... Um, we can all become equipped to help those who are in abusive relationships or children who are being abused um, and that we can help people get good professional help where we can and that we can become equipped. So that's all I have to share with you today. Thank you for engaging. This is good, practical, helpful information to equip all of us to know what are the signs if someone is being abused and how do we help them feel free to contact me if you'd like more information um, or even if you want to be trained in some of this yourself there are online courses that you can do and I think we just all need to come up to speed so we can see an end to abuse across the Pacific Islands in Jesus name Easily, I see your suffering I see Let the islands hear reason. Let